<sighs> welcome, welcome. Today I am sticking with one singular topic, and it is a doozy. I'm actually pretty nervous to get into it. Simply because the people behind this topic do not take kindly to criticism. In fact, they have zero tolerance for any sort of criticism. I was going to start off reacting to a couple videos, but I got the idea who, from somebody who on YouTube who has already reacted to these videos, I mean, sometimes frame by frame, picking apart certain behaviors that Tom Cruise is exuding. I'm not going to react to them now, but I can give you the, the resources, or I can give you the what I'm citing this information from. On the Edge with Andrew Gold. That's his YouTube channel. He has about 59,000 subscribers. He might have a couple different channels, but On the Edge with Andrew Gold, he pretty much has dedicated his whole channel to picking apart magical thinking. So he will pick apart Scientology. He himself is an atheist, so really any sort of spiritual mindset or thinking, he wants to go into it and pick it apart. He does a much better job than I could ever do in reacting to some of these videos, so please go watch them. The whole point of him doing that is to show how much of a tyrant Tom Cruise really is because of his massive ego, because of the cult that he's involved with. He exudes the same behavior that I can only imagine he is treated with inside the Church of Scientology. Scientology is about feeding the ego, making you feel like a god among men, an immortal being. That's what they teach. How powerful do you think Will Smith felt walking up on stage, slapping rock, walking back off stage, and then shouting obscenities to him? How powerful do you think Will Smith felt then? The Church of Scientology teaches its staff members, its, its cult members, to be very clear. They teach you to leave nothing unsaid if it needs to be said. Keep my wife's name out your effin' mouth. It doesn't get much clearer than that. For those of you that don't know, Will Smith is a Scientologist. He opened a school for Scientology even. Andrew Gold, with his YouTube channel, has also covered a sex scandal, sex-related scandal, that is what keeps Tom Cruise inside the cult. Scientology has dirt on him, so if he were to leave, try and leave, Scientology would release the dirt. When offended publicly, you must punish that person too. That's what Scientology teaches. Will Smith did it wrong somehow, though. Tom Cruise has ghosted Will Smith every time that he's tried to reach out. Phone call, email, anything. Will Smith brought so much negative attention to the Church of Scientology because of what he did at the Oscars. When Danny Masterson got outed by a bunch of women who said that he had done horrible things to them, the Church of Scientology came to his defense and started poisoning the pets of the accusers. All of the accusers and their lawyers took this to court or included it in an already going case that was articulate. And of course, Danny Masterson's lawyers and the Church of Scientology said, no, that never happened, we're denying any claims, that's insane. Of course they would. I mean, of course they would. They will track your IP address if you don't have a VPN. If you're outspoken against the Church of Scientology, they will find out where you are through your IP address. They consider public critique to be a suppressive act and punishable outside the law. So they'll start tracking your internet usage, your IP address, like I said. 
L. Ron Hubbard, back in the 60s, used to throw people off of boats, binding their hands and feet, tossing them off the boat if he crossed them or if they tried to leave Scientology. Apparently, L. Ron Hubbard, the founder of Scientology, which, if you don't know, he was actually a science fiction writer before he started Scientology, and then he came out with one book, and people took it as a, as a religion. Apparently, L. Ron Hubbard is not even a fraction of how ruthless the current leader of Scientology is, David Miscavige. One woman who was overweight, she was a staff member at uh, the Church of Scientology. She was overweight and had braces on her legs. One time, David Miscavige came into her department. She said hi to him. Hi, how's it going? You know, very, very gentle in her greeting, enthusiastic even, but she didn't stand up to greet him. She was then transferred into her job being physical labor and scrubbing toilets because she didn't stand up. Psychiatry. I'm kind of going to... I'm all over the place. I'm just spitting facts that you are more than welcome to go and find where I've cited these. I just got done watching a documentary. More on that later at the end of this. But watching these YouTube channels and documentaries, I sit here and I just take notes. Copious amount of notes. Psychiatry is the one single true enemy of Scientology. I wonder why. They don't want their people getting therapy, realizing how poorly that they're treated. They, they would be losing staff left and right if people started getting psychiatry help. The staff members are given limited access to the internet with every keyword against Scientology blocked out. No articles about the cult, no videos, no articles about the leader. Nothing about the Church of Scientology can be seen through their internet access. The leaders could not risk a mutiny or a coup from their staff members. Complimenting a staff member who in the hierarchy is higher than you is such an offense. Going, dude, good job to somebody like Tom Cruise when you're like not even on his level in Scientology. It is an incredible offense to them. It's offensive, patronizing, and punishable. This cult believes that they can conduct themselves outside the law. And Lord knows what goes on inside those walls. Katie Holmes had to literally escape Tom Cruise in order to divorce him. She was living in Los Angeles at the time using lawyers in New York so that Tom would not find out. He was in another country filming a movie when Katie Holmes called him with the, with the news, I'm divorcing you. So he literally had to like end the call and then jump back on his motorcycle and do a scene. She was escaping Tom Cruise. She wasn't escaping Scientology. She left Scientology very quietly. I guess that's allowed. She hasn't said a word about Scientology publicly because that would be considered a suppressive act and then her life and her family's life would be in grave danger. These are literal mobsters who follow you around simply to intimidate you and keep you in check. L. Ron Hubbard had his own father followed around to keep him in check. Because in, in the Church of Scientology, family always comes second. Wow. This Louis Thoreau documentary that I just watched, it's called My Scientology Movie, and it's on Amazon Prime. What they're doing in the documentary is hiring actors to recreate scenes that happened in private meetings in the Church of Scientology. 
four or five different times during the making of this documentary, they are visited by two or three people at a time, and they're being filmed the whole time by the people who come to visit them. So that means that they're taking this footage somewhere possibly dangerous. They're being bullied and, and harassed to try and stop making this doc, making this movie about Scientology. They, they're only able to recreate the scenes that happened in certain meetings because of a former Scientologist helping them. Not only is he a former Scientologist, he was also the head enforcer just under the, the David Miscavige, the leader, for 27 years inside the cult. 27 years. Towards the end of the documentary, while they're filming one of the scenes that's going on, three men visit their studio, and they start to threaten the head enforcer. What they say is, does foster care pay you enough? And they keep repeating that. And then they finally leave, they walk around the corner, and this head enforcer, former head enforcer of, of Scientology, he is shook. He says to Louis Thoreau, I don't know anything about foster care, but I think they just threatened my little boy. He goes, what they just said to me was scripted and directed by David Miscavige, their leader. And then he says, Scientology will rue the day that they brought my little boy into this. He also states that he cannot make friends. He is unemployable. He's followed constantly and surveilled. Every aspect of his life is interfered with by these thugs. These enforcers who have the job now that he used to have for 27 years. It's not just paranoia, everybody's out to get me. He understand. he recognizes these people because he had this job. He would go enforce, intimidate, threaten people who were trying to leave or expose Scientology. And now it's happening to him. And it's been happening ever since he left. It'll happen until he passes. There's another former Scientologist who's included in the documentary and he tells a story. Within that church, the cult, he, this, this former Scientologist, he was being accused by a woman of, of harassing, of, of assaulting her in a horrible way. So then they're having like a mock court inside the church, trying to deal with it within there and not taking it to court. But none of it was true. So this man was denying, I never did that, I never did that. No, never did that. So then he is taken outside the room by a head enforcer. The guy goes, so listen, Bop! And he cold cocks him, punches him right in the jaw. The dude never saw it coming. The enforcer gathers him and he goes, now go back inside that room and tell the, tell the woman what she wants to hear. Meaning comply with us and being accused of this or, or we're gonna beat you into submission. I have heard from many different accounts through this documentary, through many of the people that Andrew Gold on his YouTube channel has interviewed who are all former Scientologists. They talk about beating people into submission is the lifeblood of Scientology. And even the, the former head enforcer, he says that this is one of the scariest cults the Western civilization has seen in the last 50 years. And I don't think many people are doing much to try and stop them. I think that, I think the police force in Los Angeles, I'm, I'm just speculating, but is either terrified to take on this church 
or a lot of them are being paid off to just turn a blind eye. I think that this cult has a very skilled lockdown that even people like the FBI, CIA, those organizations would not be able to find, find the way to unlock it. This is scary, and I think that Scientology, again, this is more speculation, but I think that Scientology has a lot to do with the ongoings of, of what's happening in the world today, specifically politics. And I am more doing this so that you guys can go out and do your own research about it. I just wanted to provide a bunch of facts that lead into speculation. Because I've said recently, if you were to go interview uh, like 15 celebrities, you would have to con come to the conclusion that since you see a pattern in some of their answers being the same and lining up, you would have to conclude on, okay, so there must be something, there must be some sort of truth to this. The same thing is that if, if you were to interview several former members of Scientology, a lot of their testimonies would line up. And so that takes it out of the realm of speculation and, and puts it into the, this must be true, since there's not going to be proper documentation, video footage of what happens behind those walls, all we have is their testimony. And this is a scary, scary organization. I'm actually fearful for what could possibly happen to me after coming out with this. But I'm probably giving myself a little bit too much credit in, in thinking that this will even be seen by more than 300 people or or that, that would be, there would be any sort of interest in, uh, in this topic from the general public who really doesn't know much about Scientology. But I really have to limit my support of Tom Cruise and his movies because, um, because I think that he is a tyrant working for an extremely ruthlessly evil organization. Cult. Cult. Let's call it what it is. And I wanted to do my part in, uh, in, in shining some light on this very dark entity. Yeah, anyways, uh, that is my episode for today. Hopefully, uh, I live to next week. Is this the last episode of the year? Whoa, it is. Happy New Year, guys. Oh, it's Kwanzaa? Well, happy Kwanzaa. And Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, obviously. I hope that you guys had a phenomenal weekend. I know that I did. And I sincerely hope that you find the confidence with which to enter into the new year. And I hope you guys are feeling good and, and optimistic about this new year because I know that I am as well. So, peace guys. Love you.